Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's start the countdown! Starting off on TV, Tom Hanks switched to making movies and has been responsible for some of the most iconic roles in cinema history over the last four decades. From everyman to agent, from survivor to soldier, the multi-Oscar winning actor is one of the most respected and liked actors of his generation. Here's Neil with 10 Hanks Facts. Thank you very much, Pav. So here we go. Tom Hanks' full name is Thomas Jeffrey Hanks. God, I was close, wasn't I? I said, oh, hang on a minute. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> Tom Hanks loves and collects vintage typewriters. He's even written a book on one called Uncommon Type. Houston, we have a problem. Tom Hanks is also a distant relative of President Abraham Lincoln and Mr. Rogers. Can we get serious now? Before finding fame, Tom Hanks worked as a hotel bellman and a peanut vendor. Honey, you're on my fingers. Oh. Tom Hanks holds the record for the most consecutive Academy Award nominations as Best Actor. Five nominations between 1993 and 1997. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. In 2006, Hanks was inducted as an honorary member of the United States Army Rangers Hall of Fame for his accurate portrayal of the captain in Saving Private Ryan. We'll see you on the beach. Perfect. For one night only, Hanks became a member of Monty Python, a huge fan of the comedy group. He joined them for a rendition of the Lumberjack song during a 2002 memorial concert for George Harrison. Well done! Tom Hanks Day is a thing. What started out as an April Fool's joke is now into its 20th year. All proceeds raised from the annual tribute go to the star, to the star go to the Lifeline Energy, a charity close to Hanks's heart. Oh, pressed it again, sorry. There's no crying in baseball! <laughs> when it came to naming a new asteroid they identified in the skies, NASA turned to the inspiration to movie stars and settled on the 12818 Tom Hanks. You are a child's plaything! 
<laughs> Tom Hanks is not just a great actor, he is also a successful film producer. He has produced over 20 movies, including the 2002 Canadian-American romantic comedy My Big Fat Greek Wedding and the 2004 American 3D animated musical fantasy film The Polar Express. I said it, I stole my mama's credit, I'm cool, I'm hot, I'm hot. suck you in the stomach three more times. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Yes, it's all about Tom Hanks. I realise that if you just have his initial and his last name, it says thanks. It does. I, didn't re- I don't know why I've never realised that. And we have thanks today because our guest, Carol Barwick. Hello, Carol. How are you? Hello. I'm well, thank you. How are you both doing? We're all right, all I think. seeing you. Indeed. Oh, yeah. Indeed. We had a little laugh <laughs> yeah. about the number two before we, we started recording. Yeah. Start as we mean to go on. <laughs> Indeed Absolutely. we do. Indeed we do. So um, are you a, first of all, you a fan of Tom Hanks? I hope you are. Otherwise, this could be a very short podcast. <laughs> I love Tom Hanks films. I have to say, I'm probably going along the kind of PG, more um, friendly side of the Tom Hanks films because I have uh, one of those conditions that's called being a wuss and I'm not very good at blood and guts and things like that. Um, but I, there are so many films of his that I love and I, I know so many more. I just haven't seen them all. So I will be educated this evening. Well, well hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. that'll be a no, first. That'll be a first <laughs> yeah. on this podcast if we educate anybody. Um, we'll we'll talk about your podcast a little bit later on, if that's okay. Yeah, is that all right? We'll um, we'll 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 keep things, uh, Mister Hanks, at the moment. Um, how how hard did you find it uh, putting your top ten together, Carol? Well, you see, I had a challenge because my husband said that whatever I whatever I'd put down would probably be wrong because I think we have quite a different taste. In um in the Tom Hanks films, so uh, I'm already <laughs> I'm already challenged, um and I did a lot of moving around in the last hour. You know when you kind of look at it and you go yeah, and then you're like mm, and then just quickly do a bit of a move around. So things have changed in the last hour, but I think we're there. But I think we've as we've always said, no one's top ten is wrong because no. it's your top ten. Yeah. So that's the way it is. Neil, how was you? How was you with your top ten? Well, um. <sighs> It took a while, as it always does with somebody with such a, a background and uh, the catalogue that he's got. And he never puts in a bad performance, does he? Even if the move is a bit crap, he mm. never really puts in a bad performance. That's the thing with Tom Hanks. Mm. And he's one of the nicest guys you can ever hear or see interviewed. I just think the guy's a legend. He always seems so much fun as well. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks for president. Yeah. 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 Did I mean, you say he was um uh he was uh, had um uh an affinity with um Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. A related, distant distantly related to. There you go, see? Mm. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Could be any worse than the jokes they've had in. Yeah, it's in the blood, isn't it? It's in the blood. Um, Yeah, I was I was looking at his um, filmography, and I was saying to Neil before we uh, started recording that I've not seen a lot of his later films. Mine are mine are more from well, his glory the nineties. I mean, he owned the nineties, didn't he? I mean, like he went on an amazing run in the nineties for movies. Well, he did the double Academy Awards, didn't he? Yeah, year yeah. on, you it's, know, it's, it's two years on. Quite crazy, like just the quality mm. of the films that he was knocking out, sort of late, late, well, mid to late nineties and going into early two thousands. Mm. But he also had a different. He he was a comedian to start with, wasn't he? A comedian film actor with a lot of his early stuff, um, and then and then just hit 
this amazing vein of form of, of, of great movies. So I think it's going to be interesting. I think I'm sure we're going to have a lot of duplicates. I'm sure we will. But yeah. um, it's going to be interesting to see where the movies are. I've got a couple of ones that are a little bit more out there, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, Carol, if you want to kick us off with your number 10 Tom Hanks movie. Okay, so my number 10 film is Sully. I just think it's it's an amazing watch and you want to see Tom Hanks play that role. You can imagine Tom Hanks being in that situation mm -hmm. and doing the same kind of things. Um, and although, you know, to, towards the end, he, you know, he has this massive kind of dilemma in terms of how they deal with what he did. You can just, yeah, I've always felt like Tom Hanks is a trusted actor and you trust him to be in that role because when it actually happened, it was such a, a, an incredible thing to hear that you wanted the right person to play it on screen. And uh, yeah, so that's my number 10. I'm going to be completely honest with you, Carol. I've still not seen Sully yet. Uh, so I'm, I'm, the same. For you, Neil. I'm the same as <laughs> well. Yeah, no, I've, not, I've not seen it. I've seen clips. Yeah, but I've never seen it. But he definitely—he looks a lot like the actual guy, doesn't he? The way yeah. they, they got with the grey hair and stuff. Uh, yeah. And this is the story of the guy that um, that landed the plane on the landed Hudson, the wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And every single person was safe, mm. and yet they challenged whether he should have done it or not. And that was the big kind of dilemma bit, really. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I must not, watch it. I must. Watch Aaron Eckhart, Laura Linney. Uh, who was it directed by? Clint Eastwood. He's, I didn't really yeah, know. Oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't realise that. I know he's done a lot of Ron Howard films, but I didn't realise um, he'd done them. Um, there you Clint go. Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Anna Gunn from Breaking Bad is also on it as well. Yeah, that's one that's definitely needs to go on the, li on the list, I think. Yeah. Because, yeah, I must watch that one. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe I've not actually got, got round to that one yet. Great one to kick us off with, Carol. Okay, then, Neil, you're number 10. So this is a, a recent one for us. Um, it's Elvis playing um, the Colonel. Um, I'll put this one in here because I think this is a great performance because he's almost reckon, unrecognisable. I don't think it's one of his classic films that he's ever done because it's not about just him, obviously, uh, and his performance is good, but it's a, it's a collective film. So that's why I've rated it at number 10. But, yeah, I really enjoy this movie. Mm. It's typical Baz Luhrmann. It's fantastic. It's got some great factual bits in it, not so factual bits in it. And it's just a wonder and a vision for your eyes. Great visuals. Over the is it as stylized as, like, Moulin Rouge, Neil? Not quite, I wouldn't say. Not and there's a music kind of different like that, or do they stick very much to that? No, orders? no, no. They, they, you can I see, mean, I haven't seen it. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it works on all levels. They, He does his classic thing where he'll incorporate, like, he incorporates rap music in the bit when he's in Beale Street and everything Elvis is. Okay. And it works really well. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't like, glaringly go, ooh. And it, he does things like that, and obviously the visuals are heightened, like, Baz Luhrmann does, but I wouldn't say it was as choppy as Moulin. I'm a huge okay. fan of Moulin. Really. Yeah, it's, it's one of my favourites. Yeah, quite as choppy and that it's more more flowing because it's yeah. a longer movie as well. So, so that's my homework to watch. Mm. Yeah, and Austin <laughs> Butler is great as Elvis. I think he in, is. in yeah. all the different ages of Elvis. Um, uh, yeah, I, this didn't make my top ten. I mean, it's probably for me. It'd probably be eleven or twelve in the in the mm. in the, the countdown, but. It's just like 
I don't think well, Baz and anybody could have directed it, but Baz Luhrmann's obviously got his own style, hasn't he? He's got his own way, mm. and it's very colourful, and yeah. it's very it does have those Baz Luhrmann touches of different kinds of um, zooming in and all that kind of those kind of weird things that he likes to do. But I think it's a lot more grounded than a lot of Baz Luhrmann Baz, stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. And I find that the last ten minutes when he's singing Unchained Melody at the end, I find that that's mm. so emotional. Yeah. Um, but like I said, with Tom Hanks, when I first watched the trailer, I didn't actually realise no, it was Tom Hanks. No. Ah. He's very, I mean, he really does look like Colonel Parker. He really does. Yeah. yeah. Which is interesting because in so many Tom Hanks films, you can, it just is Tom Hanks, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> Whatever I mean, not, character is playing, you can see Yeah, clearly, I will say so after a while, you'll start to hear little dialect, you know, the little inflections yeah. of his voice, and you think, oh, okay, I can see that's Tom Hanks. Mm. But, yes, I thought it was a fascinating, fascinating performance as well. Mm. And it's one of those things about Tom Hanks. I think you always feel a little bit reassured when he's on screen because mm. he yeah. very rarely plays a baddie, doesn't he? No. He he yeah. is like America's dad kind of thing. And you always feel a little bit more, he's like a warm blanket when you see him there because you think, oh, it's Tom Hanks. That's Everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's good, yeah. Um, okay, then, uh, that's another good one. So my number 10, this might be a bit controversial because it... Um, in, from the book and everything, but the Da Vinci Code. Now, okay. now, one of the reasons I love this is I love the soundtrack to this movie. It's got one of those things, and I know that the the story is you know complete bonkum and you know, <laughs> but it's fascinating because it could you know, what an idea it would be if that was the case and all that kind of stuff. But the last ten minutes of the movie where he's kind of working it out in his head, or probably last half an hour of the movie, if you like. I always love that because the music is fantastic and he's working out that it's all to do with the Louvre and and, and it's all buried underneath and um, it's a ridiculous movie. Don't get me wrong. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's from, I've never read the book, which that people well, it's have said a ridiculous book, that it's, it's a ridiculous book, but it's, it's just a really good fun movie. If you don't take it literally and seriously, I think it's a good romp, and I think he's really good as somebody. I think the other, the the, the what was it? Angels and Demons was the number That's two. That's dreadful. That is. And then dreadful. Inferno <laughs> was the last one. I don't think I've even seen the third one. Inferno is okay. It's better than Angels and Demons. I mean, it hasn't got. I mean, it did miss having the parachuting priests. Of but... course. I mean, every <laughs> yeah. movie should have parachuting priests. Yeah. I just feel <laughs> it's like one of those tropes that you need to tick off, don't you? Yeah. Parachuting priests. Like the bingo yeah. sheet. Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah, take a drink if you see parachuting priests. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things. Um, but I think I think just if you take it just based as a movie that you can just sit down on a Friday night and watch with some popcorn, I think it's pretty good. I think it's a really good movie. So it might surprise a lot of people with the movies that Tom Hanks has done. And I've got a feeling that, Neil, you might pull me up on it with the fact of one of his movies I haven't got in my top ten. Yeah, I've got the Da Vinci Code in there. So we'll we'll, we'll see. I won't pull you up on anything. We always say. You, you can know, if you want to, then, Neil. I totally <laughs> understand. Um, okay, then, Carol, your number nine, then, please. Okay, so my number nine is Splash. Ooh. Well, that's my uh, number five. Uh, I, I love Splash. And yeah. uh, I think it was one of my first kind of teen movies that I watched when I was maybe 11 or 12, something like that. And I remember my parents saying, oh, it's a bit sad because of the mermaid is really sad when she gets captured. and like, But I was determined to watch it. And um, it's just a bit magical, isn't it? It's a bit magical, but they make it really quite real at the same time. Mm. And um, 
I, lo I like that. I like that they explore it a bit further than just, and here was a mermaid and then there were unicorns and everything was rainbows, you know, it was it was a bit more real and, and I like that. And I thought Tom Hanks was just brilliant with Daryl Hannah. Mm. Really and good. John Candy, of John course. Candy. Of course, yeah. Nearly yeah. steals the show with his Swedish. Mm. God, I haven't, seen, makes... I haven't seen this movie for Years. Oh, it holds up well. Does it? Bob. It holds uh, up very well. It, it, yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it's dated, but it's dated in the best way in that you go, wow. oh, I remember that, and I remember that. Apparently, Tom Hanks was meant to be the um, the the brother to start off with, the comic foil, and then they, they swapped him around to the, the main role. Oh, right. Mm. Yeah, he's very funny. It's, it's what I would call his comedy years, isn't it? It's yeah. the fact when he's doing really good performances, but putting in very funny performances as well on top of the emotion and everything but it's um you know like you said it's it's so far out of the realms of reality that they've brought it in it's yeah. and that's a ron howard film isn't it it is yeah yeah, is. yeah so yeah that's uh yeah it's a great movie i'm a big fan of that movie and like i said i watched it well it's got to be over a year ago now but it still holds well in my mind that yeah. it really made me laugh like i said the, i was proper belly laughing at the bit with john candy getting into the facility and he's reciting yeah. that swedish yeah. <laughs> is it is it available to stream anywhere can you oh, i suppose disney uh, disney plus it'd be on wouldn't it yeah yeah it should be on there yeah and to... sometimes it's on even like like i play it you know and they sometimes do random films at like mm. 10 11 o'clock it's worth just having a little um sometimes just putting it into a search engine and saying where can i stream splash yeah yeah, <laughs> See yeah. What you can yeah. find but um it's christmas it's it's bound to be around somewhere i'm gonna have to look I out for that because yeah, yeah i haven't seen that movie for years and if you say it oh, holds it's up i'm yeah. it's worth it because um i do like the tom hanks comedy years yeah yeah you know, part of it i do like that i mean i went through a spate i mean no spoilers but i didn't put it on my um list but i watched bachelor party as well which right. is obviously the risque one yeah. of tom hanks back catalog mm -hmm. but he's still really good in that mm. he's still really funny He's yeah. still got a lot of emotion in his performance, you know, especially when he's, you know, trying to justify to his future fiance thing. Thing. <laughs> thing. 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 <laughs> future fiance. Oh, Neil. I know we're yeah. talking about bachelors, but please. Yes. Yeah. I mean, come on, Neil. Will you stop calling women things? I, I keep telling you not to do I that. I know. It's terrible of me. You know, for years. Everyone's a thing. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, then. Right. Uh, Neil, you're number nine. So I am denied where to put this on the list. I struggled with it. It's Sam Mendes' Road to Perdition. So it's like the 1920s, is it? 1930s gangster film. Tom Hanks isn't particularly a nice person in it. He's a bit of a killer. It's different for him. It's a great period piece. But again, it's the performance. He, he, he's cold in it and um, that you don't normally get to see. I mean, I tried to watch Cloud Atlas where everybody said he put that sort of performance in, but I couldn't get past the first 20 minutes of that movie. But this one, yeah, it's fantastic. Daniel Craig is in it. Um, Paul Newman's in it. I would highly recommend if anybody has not seen this movie, it's a great gangster movie. But because he's playing the bad guy, and I prefer him when he's the good guy, yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a change of form for him, wasn't it? Because oh, for sure. He really. This was the one that I thought that you might have a go at me for not having in my top ten. No, no, I wouldn't tell you off because I know it wouldn't because of who Tom Hanks is and what he represents most of the time. It's it's quite hard to 
I know people that really don't like the movie because of how Tom Hanks is, isn't it? Now, he's not all out bad. but Well, he he's more of an anti-hero, isn't it? Yeah, isn't yeah. He? Yeah, he's not, not a bad... Well, he is bad, but he's not a bad guy, if you know what I mean. So I would really say watch it because it is a great film and Sam Mendes has made it look beautiful and everything. But, yeah, it's, uh, that's I had to put it at nine. I couldn't work out where to put it just because I struggled with him as that sort of character but sometimes it's hard to imagine him being bad isn't it i like to yeah. think, you know the usborne books where it says that's not my tom hanks he's too angry again i haven't seen this film for a long time but it always reminds me it, just rain rain and darkness this movie yeah it's very shot very sort of noir yeah mm. but, but that's very 1920s 30s isn't it that's very, the whole, yeah. whole style yeah. very very wet but this was this was one of uh, Paul Newman's like last movies, wasn't it? This one, one of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great movie. It was, it's a great one, but I, it didn't it didn't make my top ten. Um, yeah, there you go. Sorry, you didn't just sound like that, Neil. Oh, no, no, oh, so I, like disappointed. Um, well, no, because people would probably some of the people that I chat to who rate this film so highly would probably give me a kick in for putting it at number nine. Yeah. You know, yeah, but we can't get them all in the top 10. That's the thing. That's the thing. Um, so my number nine, this might be controversial with the fact how low it is, but I'm going for big at number nine. Well, that's my number three. That's my number three. Yeah, I thought it might be that case. Um, I do, I do again, this is Tom Hanks in his comedy years, if you like, a very high concept Oscar nomination, exactly, a very high concept kind of um movie. I think I watched about half of it about four or five months ago, and it's very eighties. It's a very eighties <laughs> movie. I watched um, it with my ten-year-old, and I you? was like, "Oh, there's there are going to be some questions." There are, yeah. I mean, Elizabeth <laughs> Perkins has got a lot of things to answer for when she's, <laughs> you know, and it's the fact that when when she realizes what's happening, and she, then she, oh yeah, that makes sense. And they're talking about the fact that she's just been to bed with a 13-year-old or whatever it was. You think, oh, okay, you didn't think. Yeah, but as again, a parent, you start going, it's of its time. I don't remember this when I was a kid. Exactly. It's of its time. <laughs> At that time when you watched it back in the 80s, you didn't even think about it. You just thought, oh, that was a no. funny, funny joke. Mm. In 2023, you look at it and everyone's a little bit older. You think... Oh, you'd never get away with that now. You wouldn't get Thankfully, away with that. Thankfully, my son just liked the piano bit. That exactly. was the bit that he liked the best. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but you can't take away how strongly he portrayed a 13-year-old as a yeah. grown man. No, exactly. That's what's so amazing in that movie. And you've got to take it for what it is, haven't you? You've got to take it for just the comedy that it mm. is. Yeah. And the and time I still that it was, it, it was mm. much, much more kind of an innocent thing, wasn't it? That was the mm. whole point was it was meant to be innocent and... And, and I still look at it as that way. There we go. How naive am I? But I still do. When I watched, <laughs> I watched this actually this year, big, and I thought it was so much fun. And I'd forgotten how funny it really was. It's got so many of those what I call movie trope moments in there, yeah. and one of them yeah. is like, there's no way that you could walk into a job without a proper social security number and get paid <laughs> and be able to go out and and rent. What looks like an amazing <laughs> apartment that's yeah. overlooking something like Central Park or whatever, and when they're asking for this for the uh, social social security number, he's going five, 
seven. <laughs> so, and you're thinking, oh, you'd never get away with it. How would you get away with it? And whatever he's earning, fair play to him for that. But, but yeah. He's designing those great toys. Well, this is the thing. Uh, John John about. Heard, obviously, he was in it as well. Yeah, um, John Heard. But, Robert Loggia. Yeah, yeah. Great, the piano. Great in. cast. I mean, and the piano scene is just, everybody wanted a, a, a yeah. light-up piano, didn't they? Everybody. Yeah. Um, okay then, Carol, your number eight, please. Okay, so this is this is where I get tomatoes thrown at me, and uh, it all goes down in flames. But my number eight is Forrest Gump. Oh, okay. So i I am a creative writer, and I have an amazing imagination. But all I remember when I watched the film was it's just isn't very realistic. <laughs> And I couldn't suspend my disbelief. Now I need to try and watch it again, but it it just it 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 just didn't land in a real place for me. And I was really disappointed that it didn't, because I know for so many people, it's just the most incredible film for them, and it's full of memories. But it just didn't land, and I don't really know why. Have you ever read the book? Karen? I haven't. Ah, because he goes to space and everything in the book. Mm. But uh, as I, I prefer- said, I think I mean I think I watched it maybe about fifteen years ago. So I think I need to watch mm. it again mm. and uh, and give it another crack. But for now, I think that mo- I mean eight. that movie because it's in so many different ages. That movie yeah. holds up because I think the special effects in it are Fantastic. sort of hold up even hold up now. Mm. Um, and, and you might be very proud of me, Neil. I read the follow-up book. Oh, did you? I did, yeah. Because I think the the guy that wrote Forrest Gump didn't get very much money from it being made into a film. That's so right. he decided right. that he wanted to write a sequel. So hopefully they'd buy the sequel and then get... And it became ridiculous. It was just like he he met Tom Hanks. Forrest Gump met Tom Hanks. He got very meta. At, uh, at the at the 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 film um, premiere of the movie of his life, and it, yeah, it just got very very weird. Yeah, but um, mind you, like I said, I preferred the film over the book from the original book. Yeah, but just yeah. more heart to me. There we are. But it's interesting. It's interesting that a film that I think is so well loved, although it gets a lot of flack, I think because it took the Oscar away from Pulp Fiction. Is was it Pulp Fiction or or Shawshank Redemption? Shawshank. Was it no, Shawshank? I'm, I can't remember. Oh, I can't Pulp remember Fiction. That. I can't remember. It was one but of the yeah. two. It was one of the movies that everyone thought, no, that movie should have won, and Forrest Gump ended up winning it. Um, no spoilers, but I'll talk about Forrest Gump a little bit later on. Oh, possibly <laughs> me as well, then. <laughs> oh, dear. We've, we've given everything away already, and we're only 28 <laughs> minutes into the pod. Never mind. Okay, um, Neil, you're number eight. So it's Apollo 13. That's my number eight. (laughs) At first, when I went to see this at the pictures, I was a bit dubious about this. I thought, are we going to enjoy watching three men stuck up in space? Is it going to be as tense as the trailer was putting? And yet you get through it and it is as tense as the trailer says. It's very well done, very well acted by all three, I think, in the the cockpit. And especially... um, on the ground as well at Houston with Gary Sinise and that. Mm. Um, great cast, great directing. Still, I don't think it's aged. You know, I, I I still think it looks as fresh as it did with the effects. Um, yeah, I just, I find this film gripping, is the way to put it. Yeah. Absolutely gripping. 
Yeah. Because yeah. you have to put yourself in their shoes, don't you? How terrifying that really, especially knowing that it's a true story, mm. or as they say, based on a true story. But it's gripping. It really is, and terrifying in places. This is one of those movies that if it's on from wherever it is, I'll stop mm. and we'll watch it from wherever I've started watching it to the end. It's just, right. I, and I know, obviously, I've seen it quite a few times. And I just find it fascinating. I think Tom Hanks is that reassuring blanket in that movie. Yeah, he doesn't need, get flustered. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't show anybody else he's going to get flustered. I think Ed Harris is brilliant yeah. um, in it as well. Gary Sinise as well. So it's them teaming Kevin up again. Bacon. Kevin, Bacon, Kevin Bacon, Bill yeah. Paxton. Yeah, It's got a great cast. Yeah, yeah. And Ron yeah. Howard again. Ron Howard again. Indeed. Yeah. Um, I've, I, I take it this is oh I don't I don't want to pry if in case it's your number one Carol but have you have you seen this movie? I have seen this movie. It didn't it didn't make my top ten because there were just so many others as we said that that kind of but it would probably be my eleven. I think my husband will definitely disagree with me. He right. loves Apollo thirteen, <laughs> and I watched it and I and I did love it. But there were just others that are yeah more for me this time no that makes absolute sense i mean i must admit though i'm a bit disappointed i've never seen the other 12 movies before it i've only seen number 13 no that didn't land (laughs) i think it was good because it got the silence that it deserved so the apollo mission it didn't land there you go that was oh well saved oh that's brilliant i managed to get one in there that's good okay carol quickly get me off of this (laughs) number seven so let's let's uh uh, enjoy a beautiful day in the neighborhood with Fred Rogers. I nearly got that wrong and put Ted Rogers, who is the person that does three, two, one. And yeah. I'd love to see Tom Hanks play Ted Rogers I'm and Dusty Bin. But um, no, a beautiful day in the neighborhood is again. Well, it, it just feels like a role that was made for Tom Hanks. You just you want good. him to be that children's presenter. Mm. Exactly, and related to again. Yeah, just, distant relative, wasn't he? Of Mr. Yeah. Rogers, I've not seen this movie. I've I'm going to be honest this. with you, Carol. Yeah, because um, I haven't found anywhere that's showing it, unless it's on Disney. I, I look. I can't remember. I thought maybe I watched it on Netflix. I don't know, but I think uh, we bought the DVD as well because right. my husband knew that I'd absolutely love it, and mm. he was completely right. Um, and it, as I said, it's just you want Tom Hanks to play that character and mm. uh and what you learn from it and the way that he has the this relationship with a, a journalist and the way that he brings the journalist around to his way of thinking without any kind of coercion or anything like that it's just by example mm. and it, it's uh it's a wonderful film before the movie carol did you had you heard of mr rogers before you you, you know you knew about the movie or saw the movie no i didn't no no, no i mean i think it's a, it, you know it's it's very much an an american thing mm. um but no it, it it kind of brought it into my my arena really mm. i mean yeah, yeah fred rogers is an institution in America, in America, the same way that Ted Rogers is an institution in the UK. <laughs> so yeah, so you know, it's um, the very the, you know the similarities there are breathtaking. Really. I don't think Tom Hanks would play Ted Rogers, so I'm, I I think maybe no. that's a step too far. So which which British actor of today do you think would play Ted Rogers in the I'll three two one movie? Who do you think? 
that guy that was in Phoenix Nights, the opposing um, what's his name? He's a stand-up comedian. He's um, the so opposing. Not, P- not Peter Kay. The Kay, other no, one. the other guy that owned <laughs> um, Den. What's his name? Oh, the one that played Den Perry. He's a bit yeah. old, isn't he? Do you want somebody? He a bit, is, but bit younger? when he was a bit younger, I think he would have been a perfect. I was thinking of somebody. I'm looking at somebody like maybe a Tom Hardy or a Tom <laughs> Hiddleston. <laughs> Tom Graham. Hardy as Ted Stephen, Rogers. Yeah, I mean Stephen Graham. I mean he plays everybody, doesn't he? So yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch would have to. I yeah. think Benedict Cumberbatch as yeah, Ted Rogers. Someone that's got a bit more of an old style glamour to them, though. I Sean think. Bean. I'd be worried that he could like get a gun out of Dusty yeah. Bin and t- yeah, yeah. No, not sure about Sean Bean. Yeah, so that's something let, to think, about. think about. Yeah, that's it. something to think yeah. about. Who it's, would be very Ted important. Rogers? Very yeah. for our upcoming movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's something the story that of three, two, one. Yeah, oh, wouldn't it be great? Was well, perfect for the top ten podcast. Absolutely. Come on. Absolutely. Oh, I've just got Christmas my bro- pantomime. No, my, yes. <laughs> my mind is racing now, just thinking of what actually would be perfect I'm so to play Ted Rogers. <laughs> do, do continue. Let's continue. Yeah. Go on then, Neil, you're number seven. So it's Saving Private Ryan. Oh, right. That's my number three. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, Tom Hanks is fantastic in it. It has great moments in this movie, but I wouldn't say it's the perfect movie. Some of it's... Um, uh, for want of a better word, excuse me, Carol, but they shot their load far too early in this movie. The opening <laughs> yeah. sequence, nothing in the rest of the movie stands up to that opening sequence of the Normandy landings. It also bothers me that when they're visiting the grave, they zoom into the eyes of what you find out, spoilers, is Matt Damon's character, but it zooms back into the eyes of Tom Hanks's character, which confused me at the end. I was like, do you think that was the direction? that was the point of that though? No. So you so that you it's don't think few. that so that you don't so you think that Tom Hanks survives? But that spoilers. Or, sorry for anybody that no, I, didn't, I didn't even think it like so that. Many, it just, now yeah. I haven't seen it, so thanks. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a great, it's a well-made movie. It's very Spielberg, as you can see. But it's as as an overall movie, there's there's the why I voted it so low. To me, there's it's problems with it. Mm, there's problems with the movie. I um, find there's there's certain scenes in it that that I, mm. have you not seen it, Carol? Because it is blood I and guts. I and... just be, because I mean I think people said look even the opening scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's really gory. Yes. And so I was just like, I'm it's out. about as graphic as you can get. It really. And, well, but I, I know that it's an amazing it's, film. Yeah, mm. it's showing you. I think exactly what it would have been like on the beach. Well, the veterans yeah. that survived have said that that's the closest anything has ever come to the representation of what they had to endure yeah. running wow. up that beach. Yeah. yeah. So but I would say just for that bit. There are other bits it. in it though that are, that are just, yeah. I, I, I genuinely, if I'm watching it, I will like wind it on like we're in the eighties, mm-hmm. but I will, I will fast forward it to, because there are bits that are just too hard to watch. Mm-hmm. There yeah. just genuinely are some nasty, horrible bits in it that are just that just stays with you all the time. Mm-hmm. But Tom Hanks is just great in it because you can tell that he, you know he's just a normal man, but he's at the head of this group of people that have to go back in to get this guy that they don't even know. You know, mm-hmm. so putting all of his team back in the firing line as such, and it's just you know, he he again is the glue that holds that whole movie together. And oh, it's star-studded, sure. a star-studded movie. It's got, you know, 
even just people that are just walking past or, you know, just got one line. They're people that you, Ted Danson and all these other Vin people. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, yeah, when, before oh, he wow. was, before he was Vin Diesel, really. Mm. <laughs> um, but it's, I mean, it's a superb performance and I had to put it in there because it really is a well-made film. It's only to me, like I said, personally, it has moments in there that I was just a bit like, okay, it's a great movie. It's not a perfect. Yeah, movie. no, I I agree. I agree. I don't think mm. it's a perfect movie, but I yeah. Um, okay, so that was no my number seven, um, and it's uh, around the Christmas time. So I'm going to go for the Polar Express. Now, Aww. the animation is not great because it was um, uh, Bob Zemeckis doing that motion capture where the eyes look dead and the mouths aren't correct and the uncanny valley is. 50 miles wide <laughs> but the actual story i find is, is just a beautiful story um tom hanks plays about three or four different characters in the movie and it's just got it's a, a great christmas movie it's just the fact that it's the animation is not quite there and it, same as the christmas carol which they did with um jim carrey, jim carrey. some of it is amazing but some of it that just doesn't uncanny valley just takes you out of it a little bit but i wanted to put it in there because i think it's a great christmas movie can i be honest i've never ever seen the whole movie have you I've not seen the whole thing have I've you seen bits of it i just i just don't go for that one first at no. christmas time because there's so many others that i really love and yeah. that are kind of traditional for me and i know polar express is really traditional for so many people mm. it might make their christmas my um, kids I mean, who are all like in their twenties now? So all oh, two of them, but the um... that you know about Neil, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it just—I I used to see it when I came home from work, and they'd be watching it, and I'd see a bit here and a bit there, and I never ever sat down and watched it. No, I would—I I would recommend it. I would definitely recommend it. It depends, like. My wife will watch it or any of those kind of things. And things like Uncanny Valley doesn't even, she'll just watch the movie to watch the movie. Yeah. But I've got that thing where if you see it once, uh, the new Indiana Jones movie, the first 20 minutes of that, there are moments in that that just take me out of the movie because you can see that it's, they've CGI'd something and it doesn't mm. quite yeah. look right. And it takes it, takes you out of the movie then. And once you've seen like the dead eyes and the, you know, and the mouth that doesn't quite, work the way a human mouth works it it just yeah. takes the shine off it but as a story it's a beautiful story it's a beautiful movie i would recommend it okay uh carol your number six please so my number six is catch me if you can i absolutely love this film and i think he and and leonardo dicaprio were just so good as you know opposite ends of the the spectrum and um yeah I could just watch it over and over again. And I, the, the way that he go, Tom Hanks goes through all these different emotions as he's trying to catch this guy who is getting the better of him every time and the way it changes from exasperation to just like, you know what, this is pretty, pretty amazing what this guy is actually managing to do. Um, yeah, so that's my number six. This was just in my about- top ten about 15 minutes before we started recording yeah and it, dro- <laughs> it just dropped say, out. yeah it jumped in and out for me at the top end it really did mm. it's, it's, one a of the, good, it's a great movie it's, it's spielberg again isn't it this one yeah 
It's one of Spielberg's sort of last great movies, I think, in regards to like the whole package is great. Great cast, great writing, great directing. It's just... It's just a romp. It is. It's one of those good yeah. old fashioned chase movies. And it's just you just can watch it from beginning to end and you know what happens every time and you don't care because it's just so clever and yeah. pacey and yeah. Yeah, Christopher Walken. I think if I had some of the big Tom Hanks films that, that you've got, it probably would have gone a bit lower down, but because I've gone for the PG end of it. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. this is this is what's great about it is that I mean Leonardo DiCaprio is on top form on this in this movie as well. Yeah. And he's him it's not like it's a Tom Hanks movie, it's them two together. Yeah. And they're fighting against each other all the way through the movie. And I just think it's one of Tom Hanks well, I was gonna say best performances, but it didn't make my top ten. Yeah, you see, I was gonna say you're talking yourself out. Exactly. Then. And the thing is, <laughs> is a great the thing is I've got the Da Vinci code at number ten. <laughs> when I've said that's like a, you know, it's a terrible book and it's like a ridiculous story. Yeah, so maybe it should have been in my top ten, but there you go. But mm-hmm. that that is a good one. It's a great one, it really is. Uh but didn't you said it isn't in yours, Neil? No, same thing. It kept coming in and out. It'd be my number 11, right. easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what's your number six then, Neil? It's Captain Phillips. Yeah, this one nearly did mine. Yeah. This is one of the films that I really admire Tom Hanks for. It's um, a true story about a captain who um, who gets boarded on his big um, freight liner or whatever he is he's got by pirates and how they you know, overcame or survived that ordeal. But Tom Hanks, this is where, when we talk about realism, this is the film that I think Tom Hanks' performance actually, to me, reminds me of real life. There's no sort of, I don't see acting. I see a realism in this. This is why I put it so high. It's also a very, very good film. Not overly gory, Carol. So you okay, don't need to okay, that's that. good information. I think okay. it was a 12A at the cinema. but I can, um, I can manage 12A. <laughs> it might have just topped a 15 for language, maybe. <laughs> But it's it's fascinating, and um, what's his name? Greengrass, who Paul, Paul Greengrass, Greengrass. Who, who directed it. He has this style with action that brings you into the realism and the event um, that not a lot of others uh, other directors can um, copy. And I just I and especially at the end, Tom Hanks will break your heart when he sat at the end mm. with the medic, yeah. he, it will break your heart. And that medic People. was a real medic. She wasn't an actress. Yeah. No. Oh, wow. It is just, I, I remember watching that the first time and, and so many people online were saying, oh, that final scene will just break your heart. And I was I was in tears. Yeah. Because I me. thought to myself, just give Tom Hanks the Oscar now, just for that yeah. scene. Because it was just so real. And... Oh, it's yeah, it's. I, mean, it's, okay. it's a, I shall, I shall find that one. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. an action film all the way through with this yeah. ending that's so moving, and you're not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it no. really, but I'm gonna say, don't worry about people dying and things like that. It's about. It's just tense. It's very emotion. tense. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's almost like a tense action movie, almost yeah. all the way through. Yeah. So highly worth watching. Yeah. Right, I shall do that. There you go. You've got a list now, Carol. We've got an ever-growing <laughs> list every episode. You've got some homework to do. Uh, okay, my number six. We're going back to Tom Hanks in his comedy years, and it's the Money Pit. 
Ooh. Now I don't know if you've seen this one, Carol. This is one. I, from... I have seen this. One. I didn't didn't make my top ten. I think I saw it about uh, twenty years ago or something. It's quite old, isn't it? It's very old. It's very I old. So I've not seen 80... this in years. Let me see. What was it? Eighty six. This was. Um, but I I love this movie. There's one. Is I mean, whether it, it ages very well. Obviously, it's very young. Tom Hanks, uh, Shelley Long as well. But they buy this house and they try and do it up, and basically, the house is just rotten to the core, and they don't really survive it either as a as a relationship. But it's it's just so funny in places. It's just really really funny and. Tom Hanks shows just what comedic chops he has, you yeah. know, especially uh, in his younger years. So I would thoroughly recommend it if you haven't seen it. It, it feels to me it's a classic 80s comedy movie. You know, it feels mm. the music and everything in the, mm. the style feels like a comedy 80s movie. I would completely agree, but it also feels like it's a story that could have come from the 1940s. I could oh, have yeah. Cary Grant or yeah. somebody easily doing yeah. that. Yeah, and I'm it's really surprised sort of... it hasn't been remade in mm. the in the 40, mm. nearly 40 years since that they haven't done a remake of it because you could easily see that they could. Yeah, maybe the audience isn't there anymore. People don't like that sort of humour anymore. Well, you don't it's see quite slapsticky, isn't it? Because yeah. like the floors fall apart and, yeah. yeah. And, you just don't yeah. see that humour anymore. If you've Not got to go in the down same the way. Yeah, humour now seems to have to be really crude and rude yeah. to be funny. And no, just human life is funny. Get rid of the mm. crudeness. Let's go back to some proper comedies. But Holly, it, does go, it goes round, doesn't it? So maybe we're, we're about to we're about to enter that, that phase. I think we're back. 20 years into this back. crude <laughs> comedies where we're all getting really bored. Yeah. You know, American Pie and then boring off we go we've got we're still seeing remakes of that now and i think no come back to the original comedy get some good slapstick you know you don't need all those sort of jokes to no. make a film funny there's enough funny out there and they're not doing it and they need to oh, Neil for president. well done yes Neil. well done yeah. <laughs> he gets my vote that's for sure ryan reynolds here from mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. <laughs> okay, we're halfway through, so it's time for this. Pop quiz, hot shot. Yes, it's some um, Tom Hanks uh, related Ooh. quiz questions. Oh, so, Carol, this is how it works. Uh, you need it's first one to three. Um, okay. You are our guest, so you can choose whether you want to go first or second. Whoever gets the question, if they get it wrong, it goes over to the opposite player. Okay, so would you like to go first or second, Carol? I'll go first. You're going to go. I'm not at all nervous first. about this. Okay. <laughs> Don't be, Carol. My win rate is awful. Yes, <laughs> it really is. Okay, then. Here we go, Carol. Your question number one. Early on in his career, Tom Hanks appeared in a number of TV series. In which series was he cast a regular rather than a guest star? So I have been jenning up on Tom Hanks a little bit. And apparently he was in a sitcom tending to be a mum. Were they mums or some kind of maternal thing? That was something that I saw. It looked very random, but... I don't know what it was called. You can't remember what it's called. Oh, no. Dear. Oh, dear. No, I can't remember what the sitcom... He, uh, he appeared in Happy Days, didn't he? Oh, yeah, and he was in Happy Days. Yeah, he did Happy appear Days. in Happy Days, but that was a guest star. So he... So... Do I anybody know? No? No, I can't remember. No? Okay. Oh, it's not that one. That's the one. It was Bosom Buddies. Yeah, see? Uh, I, uh, was... I knew all the... the... Bits. Bosom buddies. There you go. <laughs> I didn't know what it was called. The bits. the bits. Okay, then, Neil, your first question. <laughs> Who did Tom Hanks marry in 1988? Rita. I want to say Wilson, but I'm not sure if that's right. Rita Wilson. I'll say it's Rita Wilson. It's Ooh. correct. It was oh, Rita well done, Wilson. Uh, back to you, Carol. Which movie in which he starred was Tom's directorial debut? Castaway? Oh, dear. It was not. Dinks Neil? So well. It's the one about the group, isn't it? The 1960s pop band or group. Is it That'll Be The Day? Or is it... It's not. It's That Thing You Do. That um, Thing You yeah. Do. That Thing You Do. Um, okay, Neil, your next question. Over the years, Thomas portrayed a number of historical figures in his films. Who was his first... Say that question again, sorry. Over the years, Tom has portrayed a number of historical figures in his films. Who was the first? I can't think. I really can't think. Um, oh, blimey. No, I have no idea. No? No idea. Okay, Carol, over to you. So can only think that he was a president in Charlie Wilson's war, but I don't know if that was the first historical figure they played. Don't think so. It wasn't. Was it Colonel Parker? No, it was Jim Lovell in Apollo 13. Oh. 
So uh, back over to you, Carol. This is yours. Uh, which item has Tom Hanks donated to the White House Press Corps in 2004, 2007, and 2017? What item? What item? Yeah. I've really, I've no idea. Do you want to have know. a guess? Have a guess. Well, think about my, I was going to say something off my facts. Maybe it's something off there, Carol. That's what I, I'm going to say, and you I'm can still my think answer. of your facts. No, I've gone completely blank. Okie dokie. I was what just going to say, Neil? typewriter. Ah. Is it collectible? Oh. It's not. Oh. It's actually a coffee machine. Oh. My husband is going to kill me. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Oh. oh, my goodness. He's a coffee aficionado. Oh, oh dear go. me. There Never you mind. Go. Okay, so, uh, Neil, back to you. <laughs> right. What antique item does Tom like to collect? typewriters i've just said it's correct it's just the way the cookie crumbles on these yeah no that's um okay uh where so it's back to you carol back to you tom had his first oscar nomination for which movie and we have mentioned this i mentioned this we did we did a big well done yeah well done. Had to happen eventually. <laughs> okay, Neil, for you. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan have appeared in how many movies together? Joe versus the Volcano, Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail. Three. Is correct, and that is the win for Ooh. Neil. Yay. Well done. Well done. I did have a couple of others. Uh, We'll just go through these. Celebrated actress and fellow Oscar winner Sally Field once played Hank's mother in Forrest Gump. In which film did she play his lover? Early ones, isn't it? You can just shape them in if you know it. Was it? I'm trying to think which one she was in. She wasn't in the burbs, was she? Correct. Uh, it's correct. Is no, it correct. She wasn't in the birds. Wasn't no, in the birds. Correct. The man with the red shoe. No, it wasn't. No, it was one of the early ones. Any idea, Carol? No, no I can only really think of Sally Field and Robin Williams. That's no good. Is no, it? no, no. It, it was Punchline, the stand-up oh, comedy okay. uh, one, and the final one, which we would have already talked about. Tom played which American icon in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood? Ed Rogers. Ted Rogers. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it Three, was. Three, two, one. And away we go. Okay, back to the job at hand. Uh, Carol, let's have your number five, please. So my number five is Castaway. That's um, my number four. Haha. Just, yeah, it's just, it's just epic, isn't it? And the, the way that it's pretty much him for the whole film and he just... Yeah, it just portrays everything so well. Mm. Um, yeah, just a brilliant film. Yeah, this is the film he went method on, isn't it? Where Absolutely. They, uh, yeah, lost all that weight. I think it was yeah. it eighteen months in between mm. the, the, the shooting of the first half and the second? Part I mean, that's commitment, isn't it? To the it is. to the role. Absolutely crazy. I I didn't put this in my list. But I know it's a good movie, but I have not seen it in such a long time. I couldn't. I can't remember a lot. Of it. Really, this is another one of those movies that if it's on, like if I'm just flicking mm. through Sky and it's on, I'll watch it from wherever it is. Yeah, I need to watch it again. Especially yeah, the moments when he, like, like the the moment when he's on, on the on the island and he's just mm-hmm. and there's hardly any dialogue. 
Yeah. Or if he's just talking to Wilson, the volleyball mm. is just an amazing performance from Tom yeah. Hanks. It really is. And then the heartbreaking of of getting back home and his wife to be has gone off and married somebody else. And oh, it's just heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. But yeah, that's a great one, Carol, because mm. I'm surprised it's not in I, mean, I suppose if you haven't seen it for a no, long time. No, that's exactly why. I just couldn't comment on it because I haven't seen it in such a long time. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Right, Neil, for number five, you said Splash. I did. You did. My number five, uh, I'm going for The Green Mile. Well, that's my number two. Okay. Okay. That's another one that I haven't seen, but I saw a little bit of it yesterday and just thought I, I need to just get a grip wow. <laughs> because these look amazing films. Yeah. That is, it's, that's one of those movies that is near on a perfect movie. Yeah. The only reason I would say it's not a perfect movie is because the bad guy who's the, um, I can't, Percy, is it? Yeah, something like is that. Is one of those bad guys that just makes you not want to watch the movie because he's just so horrible. He's just a he's horrible, really a horrible guy. person. Oh, is this not a Carol friendly film? So it's not, <laughs> not, not as in, not as in uh, like gruesome and gory, yeah, gory just nasty, in the fact yeah. that he is uh, just a horrible person. I mean, he's yeah. very nasty. He's a nasty and, person. And the, the movie's got some un- uncomfortable thing. I mean, it's rated an 18, but that's because of the subject matter. Yeah, right, course, and yeah. you see it rather yeah. than yeah. Uh, yeah, um, but, it's but I also... tried to get my daughter to watch this. Yeah. And she got halfway through, and she said, um, "It's great." She said, that, "But I can't cope." No, this is upsetting me too much. It's like it... not upsetting her in the sense of disturbing, but because of what happens. And I don't mm. want to tell you now because no. you've not seen it. But yeah, she really wants to watch the end of it, but she says she cries too much. And that's just a halfway of the movie. Mm. But I think this is a Frank Capra. Esque yes. style movie. Yeah. It's, it's got a lot of redemption. It's got a lot of. It's, it's, up, it's uplifting in many places. Yeah, in um, a way that you'll never believe. But you've really got to sort of wade through the shit to get to the, the bits that make you think, oh, you know, wow, it's you know? It. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would recommend it to anybody. I mean, I wouldn't say, yeah. like, like Neil said, there's a couple of moments in it that are. I wouldn't say they're gory, but they're just uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. But overall, um, it's, it's worth it. It, it it's is magical. definitely, yeah, it's it is magical. it is magical. And I think Neil's right. Frank Capra, you know, it's a wonderful life kind of, that kind mm. of fuzziness to it, but it's fuzziness with sharp edges. Yeah. If you like. But have you seen Shawshank Redemption? Can I have, yeah. So if you've watched that, you'll cope with okay. Grandma. Yeah. Same yeah. director. I've got so. a long. I've got a lot to do over <laughs> Christmas. I've got a lot. I'm gonna be busy. And... Sorry, Father Christmas isn't coming today. I've got to watch. And the a thing big is, the Green Mile films. is three hours long as yeah. well. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Just over three hours to be worn. But another great cast. Sam Rockwell yeah. is is great in it as well. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. Um, okay, so that was my number five. So Carol, over to you for your number four, please. So my number four is You've Got Mail. Oh. I just love this film. I love Tom Hanks in it and Meg Ryan. And yeah, it's just one of those, for, for me, is one of the perfect rom-coms. I just love, yeah. I could watch it over and over and over again. And again, it's, you want Tom Hanks to be that that character. Uh, he just feels a very kind of safe pair of hands. And, uh, you know, working with Meg Ryan is just... I love it. Mm, I've I've never seen this film. 
have. I have well, never. Well, there's a lot of violence and gore in it. Oh, I is there? Right. Let's watch, let's yeah. watch it now. But, <laughs> full of <yeah>. nudity. <laughs> First time Tom Hanks went full front. Yeah. Oh, you've missed it. Oh, gosh. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, I, 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 and it's four hours, but I... Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just... Yeah, if you just want a bit of fluff and nonsense to watch, it's that in spades, and I love it. It's, I mean, it sounds really flippant, but it's not. It's cute. It, it, yeah. It, it is so cute, the movie. Is it? Yeah. It really is. Yeah. yeah. And it. it's so New York. And I think it was one of the big reasons why uh, my husband and I went to New York last year. And he was so determined for us to go, even though it was poorly, because um, it is, it's just that walking down all those avenues and you just feel like you're in the film and it's, and then mm. you watch, you've got mail and you're like, I've been there, I've been there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I love it. Yeah. I will give it a go. I will give it a go. Okay. I'm sure you'll like it. It's yeah. really sweet. Yeah. It, it is, really it is sweet. very sweet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I will ask a question in a minute, but we'll wait until we've done our other, other uh, choices. Uh, Neil, you're number four. Toy Story. That's my number two. Uh, uh, oh, there you go. I know uh, it's only the voice, but you could not imagine Woody now being played by any other person. No, than Tom definitely Hanks. not. Um, to me, I mean, it was the start of all this computer-generated animation as well. And I think the film, without Tom Hanks, and I will say Tim Allen as well, um, would be lost. It wouldn't yeah. be the film that you're watching today. Um, yeah, I think his, his voiceover in that is just superb. Yeah, you couldn't imagine anybody else doing it, could you? Just couldn't. No. 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 Just wouldn't be right at all. Yeah. I mean, it depresses me they're making number five because we didn't need number four. Number four is all right. Yeah. It's it's watchable, but it's not needed. It was a perfect closure at number three. Yeah. If you see the, pic, the, the Pixar documentary on Disney+, Plus, it's amazing. Like, the, the, the original story to Toy Story was so different, and, like, Woody was the bad guy. Oh. And he was just horrible. He was a horrible character, and they completely rewrote it to make Thank it. God they yeah, did. because he was like he was just a, a horrible character, and they they realized that they'd made this character into a monster, so they had to <laughs> completely rewrite the whole thing. Um, and had they cast Tom Hanks at that point? Yeah, yeah, or... he was he was still oh, doing wow. the voice, but that just wow. the, just he was just the whole thing about him being against Buzz was just a completely different level. And he was just like this psychopath that wanted to get rid of Buzz, but in a really horrible way. There was no kind of redemption for him. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's fascinating because they go through all that about the fact that they did like a, um, I think like a rough cut and realised that, oh my God, what have we done? You know, this is like, this is disastrous and completely changed it. Maybe that's what Toy Story 5 will be. It'll be like the maybe, 18 version. Maybe it will. Yeah. Maybe it'll Woody, be Woody. Completely obliterate the toy. Yeah. Woody's toy revenge. Room. Yeah. <laughs> Go get Andy. Yeah, it'd be Woody coming full circle and just... Yeah. Uh, He's now experimenting on the toys like... Super <laughs> yeah. And everything. Wouldn't that be... That'd be a bit fun to watch, though, wouldn't it? Wouldn't, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Well, I wouldn't be able to watch it. No, you wouldn't. Exactly. And it would be my fault for creating it in the first place. Exactly. There would be bits of melted plastic and, <laughs> and screws yeah. and and oil everywhere. Traumatised kids everywhere. Yeah. Oh, oh I dear. love it. That'd be great, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so my number four was Cast Away. Uh, Carol's number three was big. Uh, Neil's number three was big. My number three was saving Private Ryan. So back to you, Carol, for your number two. So my number two is the terminal. Oh wow! I, I just 
this film is just perfect. Uh, the way that that Tom Hanks plays the character and the way that he does the accent, but it isn't an accent. It just seems like another part of Tom Hanks and with Catherine Zeta-Jones and um, Stanley Tucci. I, I just love it. I love it. And it's the story is so compelling and obviously that you know there could be massive spoilers in it so I won't do that but you, you're just rooting for him the whole time and the way that he tries to find all these different ways to get out of the terminal um and then this love story that goes alongside it love it uh Neil what are your thoughts on the terminal I'm not going to upset Carol <laughs> it's her number two okay I I'm not going to say a word I'm really not. I'm okay. not going to. I don't. I'm Carol. I don't like that movie. I don't like that movie a lot. But I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Each their own, and I wouldn't want to. And I've never seen it, so I ne- that's another one that needs to go on my list because that's a Spielberg movie, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So I. Ne- I. Ne- oh, I ne- Carol's not going to speak to me. <laughs> now. It's the disappointment in your voice, though. Neil. I kind of I, I need some closure on on. On, on um, what, what this is about now. There you go. So you go. I just, <laughs> all right, I think part of it is it's Spielberg's problem to me. It's a very weak Spielberg movie. I think it's almost just a plot line that could have been written on the back of a cigarette packet. I don't think Tom Hanks is very well acted in it. Um, sorry. <laughs> I feel really yeah. guilty. Well, no, thank you, Carol, Ironically. for your one and only uh, uh, um, entry into our uh, podcast. But, uh, she's, well, she's, she's not coming back now, terminal, Neil. She's not. They write on the back of a, don't they write that on the back of a pack and put it in yeah. the tin. Yeah. So, you know, maybe but, that was the plot. That was what, I understand that's where he went to find. You know, I understand why people love it. It's, it, it's at the heart of it. There is a sweet story I know and everything like that. It's just me. Oh, yeah, Carol, just, I think the just, you might hate yeah. me. I think one of the worst films ever made is Titanic. There you go. I, I so think I think I, I might agree with you there. So it's all good. We're all no, back on an even there keel. We go. Perfect. There we go. <laughs> so what I do is I need to watch it so I can break the tie. So we got yeah. one person yes. that doesn't like it, one person that does like uh, like it. Yes, and, we'll, and then we'll you can it. decide. Yeah, but I don't tell me if you don't like it. I, I won't let you know. If I, if you don't hear from me, you know what my decision was. <laughs> <laughs> No news is good news, I think is what they say. Um, right then, Neil, your number two was The Green Mile. Yes. Uh, my number two was Toy Story. So before we reveal our number one choices, Carol, if you can give us a rundown from 10 to 2, Neil will do the same, then I'll do the same. Okay. So my number 10 was Sully. Number nine was Splash. Number eight, Forrest Gump. Number seven, A Beautiful Day, beautiful day in the Neighbourhood. Number six, Catch Me If You Can. Number five, Castaway. Number four, You've Got Mail. Number three, Big. Number two, The Terminal. Wonderful. <laughs> she said that with some gusto, didn't she? <laughs> Neil, you're 10 to 2. So at number 10, I've got Elvis. Number nine, Road to Perdition. Number eight, Apollo 13. Number seven, Saving Private Ryan. Number six, Captain Phillips. Number five, Splash. Number four, four, number four, four, gone all New York on us. Number four, Toy Story. Number three, Big. Number two, The Green Mile. 
Wonderful. Mine is number 10, The Da Vinci Code. Number nine is Big. What's everyone laughing? (laughs) (laughs) Number nine is Big. Number eight, Apollo 13. Number seven, The Polar Express. Number six, The Money Pit. Number five, The Green Mile. Number four, Castaway. Number three, Saving Private Ryan. And number two, Toy Story. So, Carol, what is your number one Tom Hanks movie? So my number one is Toy Story because oh, right. I just don't want Tom Hanks. I don't, I don't want anybody else ever to be Woody. I just can't imagine it. And that's because of Tom Hanks. Mm. So uh, that that is my number one. And now we've completely ruined it with Toy Story 5, the the revenge. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I want Tom Hanks to play that character anymore. <laughs> no. But yeah, that's my number one. Give it to Tom Sizemore. <laughs> if only you could, Neil. Yeah. He's, uh, unfortunately, no longer with us. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he's terrible, Neil. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I really think, I, I, I'll tell you what, I thought that you were going to say Sleepless in Seattle. I really thought that you were going to say Sleepless in Seattle. Because oh. I was going to ask you, because I've never seen that one either. I've never seen Sleepless in Seattle. So I wondered, It's another wonderful one. Is it? It is. <laughs> it is. Again, it would be kind of 11, 12, because you've yeah. got mail just... Com- I, c- I can recite you've got mail. Whereas right. Sleepless in Seattle, I can tell you a couple of scenes that make you go, oh, that's wonderful. But right. I can recite you've got mail pretty much. I Sleepless in twirl. Seattle was Nora Ephron, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Was, yeah. 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 It's, they're both really well written. Both of them. They're great rom-coms i enjoyed them both right well and again it's that meg ryan tom hanks that Mm. that just worked but in a kind of a different different very different way different uh, meg ryan plays two very different kind of characters although they're both in rom-coms she's she's much more girly and childlike in you've got mail and i think that's just what appeals to me really okay Uh, story number one what a great film though oh yeah absolutely it is a great film i know we just talked about it but you're right carol woody is well tom hanks is woody woody is tom hanks he they bought those animations if you watch them now they're quite crude yes. in some places mm. but they still bought them to life because of their voices mm. yeah and i don't think and in many every actors. film he's he's mm. the the you know the same in that we've been talking all the way along about this safe pair of hands he's just he's woody you know what you're going to get from him yeah um and, and uh yeah and not many people could do it no, really i don't I really think really don't think so life. i really no. don't i agree totally agree um neil i think i know what your number one is i think your number one's gonna be the same as mine the terminal <laughs> No, I'm joking. That's very bad, Neil. Very bad. <laughs> no, it's Forrest Gump. It, it is Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump, yeah. I did um and R between the Green Mile and Forrest Gump because I think Green Mile is is good a film up there. Um, but I had to put Forrest Gump because I've seen it more. It's it's accessible. It's heartwarming. It's beautiful. Amazing soundtrack. Yeah. They pick some great songs. Um, and I think you've got to take away all the Hollywoodization of what you think happened it's it's got such heart to the story yeah. it really has that's gonna i'm definitely gonna watch i'm definitely gonna watch it yeah look through what you, you know think, watch it again now yeah you know i know that pav's got problems with jenny she's one of the the, the greatest hollywood villains uh in movies she is 
I'm not so sure. She I'm absolutely so sure. is. I'm sorry. Trouble. I'm not the only one that thinks that. She no. is one of the worst people <laughs> ever put to celluloid. She is a horrible, horrible person. And that's all I have to say about that, as far as we say. <laughs> but I've, uh, you know, we, you've talked earlier about movies that you can sit down and watch yeah. at any time. We've, we've got a few. We've always listed them yeah. off and go through. Forrest Gump is one of those to me. I, yeah. I could put it on now and I would watch it to the end and be very happy, even though I've seen it numerous times. You know, I remember the magicalness, the, the magic of um, my kids watching it and they really got into it and thoroughly enjoyed it. So yeah. I just think, it's, yeah, it's a lot better than people give it credit for. Because I've read some really scathing articles and yeah. reviews. About yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, it seems to have this. I can't this, see it. I really can't see it. Like yeah, that. I don't understand it. I really don't. Beautiful film. Okay, mm. we got a, a couple of honourable mentions. Uh, Jane B says, has to be big for me. Always wanted to own my giant light-up piano. Of course, who didn't? Uh, Kelsey said Saving Private Ryan The first 20 minutes are so hard to watch uh, John C said Saving Mr. Banks Hanks mm -hmm. is wonderful as Walt Disney And that is a really is. Really good film uh, Do you not think Emma Thompson steals that movie? Oh absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah But it's just so It's. I don't think if anybody Has anybody else ever done Walt Disney Is they portrayed Walt Disney in a movie? I don't know if they have I thought I think, see I've I've yeah my my issues with saving Mr. Banks could be a whole new oh really stuff, interesting yeah. please tell us why I I couldn't watch Mary Poppins afterwards really it actually ruined Mary Poppins for me oh, for wow. quite a while because without getting all deep some of it was my childhood right and yeah. I wasn't expecting it so I was watching it going oh la 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 it's going to be about Mary Poppins and then I was watching this drunken alcoholic and i was like oh my word this is this is not my mary poppins oh, and man, uh yeah it was man. just a little bit i didn't enjoy it and then i couldn't watch mary poppins because instead of the rum punch and all the magic it was she wrote this because this was happening to her right wow. so oh, yeah sense. it took me a while it did okay uh emma jones said i've grown up on tom hanks movies but have to say toy story is my favorite and alan coulson one of the greatest actors of his generation uh it's philadelphia for me which is one that we yeah. haven't uh didn't, no. didn't really speak about um but that's it we've done it we've done our top Ooh. 10 tom hanks movies um so carol tell us about your podcast so my podcast is called the Ray's podcast and it's designed to uh, raise confidence and inspire creativity. So it's it's lots of fun. We do talk about um, some deep things at times, but it's all centered around one word at a time. So we've just done the Christmas episode and the word is joy. And um, we're talking about how it's not always happy and joyful at Christmas, but how can we find the glimmers and the, the glimpses of joy within it all? Um, and one of the things that I always do is I write, oh, I shouldn't tell you this, actually. I write an on-the-spot poem, like like totally improvised for every guest. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm really worried that you're going to ask me to write. No, no. Oh, thank uh, you. Um, but I, it's so I, and that's really important to me that there's a creative side to it as well. Um, and uh, and I love doing it. So, yeah, do um, do pop onto your um, music platform and look for the Ray's podcast and uh, have a listen. We'll put the uh, link in the show notes so people Thank could you. just click on the link. Um, so 
I mean, look, hopefully one day we can come on, on and you can do a, a poem for us on your podcast. How I'd about love that? I'd to do that. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. We can do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll do it about uh, Ted Rogers. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could do top 10 poems. Oh, goodness. Wow. What, as in top 10 poems that Carol has written? <laughs> oh, yeah. on, like on the podcast live. So once you're yeah. not once you're yeah. number one, we have to we have to give her a word, and she has to then give us a, a quick poem. Oh, do you know? I'd love to. I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that. Seriously. <laughs> well, next time, pick pick a subject, Carol, and we'll. It's not one of those ones. Your poems aren't like there was an old lady from Leeds. Not one of those kind of poems, is it? A limerick, you mean? (laughs) Limerick. It depends. No, not really. No, they are rhyming, I'm afraid. I was a primary school teacher. Ah, um, right. There you go. uh, Well, there you go. If you you want to hear some of these um, improvised poems, click the link in the show notes and and get and have a listen to Carol's podcast. Um, Thank you very much for joining us, Carol. I will let you know that this is being recorded before Christmas, but this will be the first one going out in the new year. So happy new year, Carol. Happy new year, Carol. I hope you had a lovely Christmas. Thank you. (laughs) And for all our listeners and watchers out there, happy new year to you as well. We hope you had a happy and safe uh, holiday season. Um, Yeah, thank you very much, Carol, for joining us. That was loads of fun. Um, Hopefully you'll come and join us again in the new year. I'd love to. Thank you very much. Happy New Year, Wonderful. everybody. And before we actually say our proper goodbyes, Neil, do you want to tell everybody how they can get in touch with us and all that gubbins? Of course I can. So there's all sorts of things I can go through with you. And the first one being coming out, support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash top 10 pods, all sorts of rewards there. And you can even be a guest yourself. Do email us at top10pods at hotmail.com with any ideas for top 10s or any other questions you'd like to send to us. Please do find us on any of the social media sites at Top 10 Pods. Give us a click, give us a like, give us a follow, whatever it is it is that you do. Check out all of the links via the link tree. You can find the link in the show notes below. And please come subscribe and leave us a rating and review wherever you get your podcast from. Perfectly done. And a happy new year! Yay! Happy new year. Happy new year indeed. So once again, Carol, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, hopefully we'll see you again very soon. Lovely. Thank you so much. Excellent. Thank you, Carol. Thank you so much for joining us. And I'm sorry about the terminal. Yes. Really. I'll forgive you. It is Christmas after all, it so I'll indeed. forgive you. Yes. Neil. Thank you very much, Neil. <laughs> Thank you very much, Carol. Thank you very much for watching and listening. And let's go start the countdown. Happy New Year. 10, 9, 
my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.